Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 19 of Volume 2 of Challenge of the Gobots. It is The Gift. This episode was written by Karen Wilson and Chris Weber, who, little factoid here, also wrote A Better Mousetrap on Beast Wars. Hey, Isn't that, that was a good one. And the last time on Challenge of the Gobots... And in this episode, a new early warning satellite system is causing severe weather around yep. the world in the opening and a story plotline that will go nowhere. Nope. Nowhere at all. And uh, yeah, it's messing up the weather, but Leader One thinks Scooter can fix it. Uh, but the thing does work because it, uh, it detects thruster heading straight for the receiving station of this set up and it's at niagara falls yeah so uh they all head out to niagara falls there's a lot of leader one just being pointless in this episode uh, and it starts there with him not worrying about this and saying yeah scooter will fix it <laughs> yeah. but uh at niagara falls zod's here and he eats a building yep he's having a snack and the renegades are blowing shit up and then leader one lands and cycle's like you're early no doubt because of that system that we just destroyed <laughs> command center lands beside him uh and leader one talks shit and then just gets his ass blown away and uh when he's on his butt um then psycho's like hey, Zod, here's your uh dessert so they're about to, zod's about to eat leader one uh when all the guardians and all the humans decide they're gonna or matt's not there but they're all gonna head out and save leader one yeah i like when scooter before he converts, he just looks down at Nick, grabs him by the arm, throws him like 20 feet in the air, <laughs> converts, and then Nick lands on him and zoom, away they go. <laughs> um, there's a couple unique conversion scenes in this show, or this episode, that I do like. So AJ and Turbo right away are uh, confronted by Crasher. They kind of pull a U-turn and get chased. There's also some Crasher and Turbo, uh, making quote signs, flirting yeah. in this episode. Oh, yeah. But Nick and Scooter, they're driving along. They see Copter, and they try to flee, and I don't know what happened here. Well, Zod gets his face stuck in power lines, I guess, and he rips down the pole or whatever that thing is called, like the high voltage lines. He rips that Except, down. No, but wait, but when Scooter and Nick are driving by that transmission, that pole, the tower thing, yeah. they don't touch it. It just falls over away from Zod. Yeah, it's kind of, it goes the wrong way. And in a shitty animation, I don't know what the problem was, but like, it's... Two different sets of lines that one is coming off the tower and then a different set is coming in frame and that's wrapped. What It's really dumb. What happens is that Zod's wrapped up in electrical lines and leader one can get away. Mm -hmm. And because this is exactly not what would happen if a vehicle with rubber tires ran over live wires, Scooter <laughs> and Nick get zapped and go flying opposite directions. And then there's a salamander. <laughs> yes, we go to Scooter and I said, what the fuck is this thing? It's this little pink fish man looking thing with a cape he comes around the corner and scooter's like nick and he's like i'm not nick i'm alaric and scooter faints <laughs> i was nick i'd look at that and be like dude why would you mistake him for me yes. what the fuck uh, but with nick he's coming around but uh, zod is back and now he's chasing nick who can somehow run as fast as zod can drive why not uh yeah so alaric this little salamander guy teleports nick to safety and then uh, Nick's like, you got to save us from Zod. And he, he like bounces Zod's fireball back at him and then just says, be gone. And Zod, B's gone. Yeah. And back with leader one, Psycho says he can't keep that force field up much longer. But then <laughs> Alaric tips Zod over on top of Psycho. Yes. Like so, uh, when, with Psycho down, leader one says, oh, it's a one-on-one. -on -one. He drops his shield. He blasts Copter. Um, and then we go to Crasher chasing Turbo onto a bridge. And there was a lot I liked here. Yeah. AJ's worried that this two-lane bridge is too narrow, I guess. <laughs> okay. I didn't 
like that. But Turbo <laughs> does a 180 by going up on his back wheels, flips yes. around, comes back down. Now he's facing Crasher, but driving backwards and he's shooting at her. Like, that was a badass move. It really was. And then Crasher comes up, and this was a, another conversion I liked. She, in vehicle mode, like, ramps herself up and jumps out of frame, but then comes back down in frame after you hear the conversion sound in robot mode. That's how you hide it cleverly instead of just giving her the spinny lines. <laughs> yes. And uh, she's about to stomp attack him, but leader one tells him, like, look out, Turbo, but then Copter just suckers him from behind. Yeah. Uh, so Crasher, Crasher stomps. Turbo tries to back away from it, but it hits him, knocks him off the bridge. Uh, Copter, leader one's on the ground. Copter comes down, is about to strike him, and n- Nick turns to, um, well, what's his name? The Salamander? Alaric. Alaric. And he's like, do something. And Alaric can help, but he needs time to think about this, so he freezes time, except it only affects the fighting gobots, like Scooter's unaffected. And uh, he asks, uh, who size this guy on? And Nick isn't sure. This was, you know, it's... It is in this series, series playbook to just introduce storylines that go nowhere. And in this case, we introduce powers where Alaric is basically a god. He can stop time. He's never going to do that again. No, never. <laughs> anyway, he uh, he hems and haws and goes, ah, they're just another species that are in fighting. I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. So he reverses everything like Turbo goes back up to the bridge, crashers or sorry, copters blasts disappear, and Psykill wonders how such a little fellow has such power. Uh, but he doesn't think on it too long because they just run and he grabs him and g- he gives him the old, oh, the, okay, this episode is a rehash of so many things. Oh, yeah. There's Psykill, was it Alivar, that other, like the elf alien? Uh, yeah, he, whatever his name where was. Where Psykill gave him the whole, oh, we're the good guys, the re- yeah. uh, guardians of the bad guys. There's the whole alien comes in with great powers. You and I said this before we started recording, Paul. This is in, could be any a series type of episode. This yeah. could be She-Ra, it could be Transformers, it could be Bravestar, it could be fucking Voltron. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Cycle describes this guy and says, look, man, I'll explain later in the Renegades Retreat, and Cycle calls this guy their prize in commercial break. And when we come back, the humans and the GoBots confer inside the command center. Leader One's he views Alivar as a security threat because he's with the Guardians, and Nick keeps insisting that he's an ally, which is never true. <laughs> yes. Because, yeah, Nick's like, yeah, you saved our lives. And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be another one of those episodes where Nick is the only one that fucking gets it. But now over on Thruster, they have this guy in a cell, and Crasher wants to get rid of him, and Psykill calls him a goblin. And this guy thinks, these guys might be in need of my gift. Like, Really? Yeah. After all that? Alaric has horrible judgment and character. <laughs> yes. um, uh, but then he gets, you know, the wall starts glowing and basically Zelda walks out. Yeah, I've heard that as Cinderella appears in the cell. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and she, there's kind of a little bit of Meg from the Disney Hercules movie, too, except she's blonde. <laughs> and she tells him uh, he needs to join them before the Nexus of Epsilon, or whatever that is. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know, but I got shit to do first. Yeah, so uh, we then go to the Guardians. They split up to look for the Renegades and Alarek? Alarek. Alarek. And there's there's some neat, like, uh, conversion and getting in, like, you know, uh, AJ getting in turbo and jumping in. There's another Nick uh, uh, jumping onto the scooter scene here. Uh, But they all head off, and then we go to Alarek strapped (laughs) into the brainstormer. I love what Leader One says there when they leave, though. He's like, convert to vehicular form and let's go, because that's as close (laughs) as transform and rollout as they can get without Hasbro suing them. Pan over and Optimus is just standing there shaking his head going come on be more original <laughs> uh anyway we go to alaric and he's strapped to the brainstormer and psykill keeps getting crasher to ramp it up so that they can i guess they can find footage or memories of him 
being powerful or blowing stuff up. I don't know. But it's just showing him things Psykill is interested in. So Crasher turns it up some more. And now we see him just standing there while these other beings run around like idiots while Godzilla attacks them. <laughs> yeah, literally Godzilla. And then Alric just defeats Godzilla with his staff. But then the system short circuits and the show's over. Yeah, yeah. Sco uh, Scooter. Crasher says, I oh, shorted it out. So we go back to uh, the Guardians. And they're all talking over the CB radio. And <laughs> yeah. Nick gets the brilliant idea that, for some reason, none of them have thought of yet, of what if we look for Alarek's uh, signature, energy signature? Instead of, like, you know, looking for the things that he might be with, let's just look for him directly. But, oh boy. yeah, back with the Renegades, Alarek is, you know, he's with them. And he's sorry he broke the machine. But Psycho's like, ah, it's fine, man. It happens all the time because it really actually does. And they, <laughs> they release the restraints. This thing's always breaking down. It really is. Uh, he gives them the whole, again, Guardians are bad guys speech. I did like that Crasher and Copter kind of just knew their lines and, <laughs> and added to the, the story of how, you know. Copter <laughs> says, they're horrible, cruel monsters, like cruel. <laughs> and then okay. Alarek falls for it. Um, I thought maybe does he, but later on we realize, yeah, he did. He fell for this hook, line, and sinker. He has a horrible judge of character <laughs> um but we then um oh yeah and he's like hey let me show you this and he turns on his glowy staff and <laughs> as soon as he does nick picks up his energy signature and with alaric and the renegade cycle is having a go with alaric's staff making rocks and trees disappear and nick and scooter are watching this and scooter's like i fucking knew it he's evil but nick's like no no cycle must have tricked him do you ever notice in all of these shows whenever anybody has to test a new weapon they blow up rocks. Yes. They go out into the desert and they blow up rocks. It's just the way you do it, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, with Nick and Scooter seeing uh, the Renegades, all the Guardians move in and the Renegades attack. And right away, Alaric goes, oh, they, they're just infighting again. Here I'm disappointing. Go I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yes. And uh, Matt ejects from Leader One to parachute down and give Nick and Scooter a hand and then Crasher's just parked at the side of the road waiting for Turbo, I guess, and he zooms past her with the smoke going and she's all coughing and wheezing. Oh, we forgot the big line. Earlier on, I think it was with the bridge thing where uh, when she knocks Turbo off, she says something to the effect of, I always knew Turbo would fall for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That was good. A, a few episodes ago, I was like, I give up on the Turbo and uh, Crasher fan fiction romance. I'm back on the horse, baby. <laughs> anyway, um, there, there's some really great Matt stuff here where um, Alaraki's like, I'm not going to tell you how to use the, the full power of the staff, but, uh, he, whatever. He shoots leader one with it. But Matt is on scooter with Nick now. They drive past Psykill. Matt dives off scooter, mm. grabs a staff, rolls with it, and now Psykill uh, is without staff. Mm -hmm. And Nick got, keeps going with Scooter, and he pulls Alaric onto Scooter, and then Psykill's like, oh, I'll get you, and he blasts Matt point blank, and he's dead. Yeah, let's be fair. He should be dead, but yes, he is Matt he should the be fucking ashes. hunter. He, he will pull through, uh, but the Renegades uh, flee, and Leader One uh, picks Matt up, cradles him in his arms. He's like, we have to save Matt. Let the Renegades go. Commercial break. Mm -hmm. And now we're at the hospital in the room with the 30-foot ceiling, and the doctor <laughs> tells them it's bad news. He's fading fast, and all I could think of was that fucking Gilbert Gottfried joke. Just, just Google, dear listener, Gilbert Gottfried car accident. Anyway, but uh, AJ's all sad, and Alric is in the room too, and nobody has any questions about him being there. <laughs> Before that, though, I love this was AJ said something so stupid it should have been in line from Nick, but the doctor says Matt's vital signs are failing, and then AJ immediately says, But he'll get better, right? <laughs> no, 
That's not <laughs> what vitals failing mean. Anyway, yeah, Alrec is there, and Aura's there, too. And they, they go off on this, oh, you got to make your decision. We're going to go to another plane. We'll find out later what it is. But he decides that even though it's going to weaken him, he can help. He walks up to Matt, and everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And Alaric tells AJ, you know, stop your boohooing. And she's like, it's all your fault that he's in this situation. He's like, yeah, you're probably right. But hang on a second. And then he touches his head and zzz, Matt's fine. Just sits up in bed. He's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> but Alaric is now weak and he falls down. Eh. Um, but we go to Psych Hill and he's worrying and, and hemming and hawing that what if Alaric has another staff? He's with the Guardians now. I don't, I don't like that he's there. We should go attack him, but I'm going to need some help. Yep. And what if he tells them a different version of the story, a.k.a the truth but uh then copter has a legitimately good idea just astro beam him into the sun but it's like he's like who asked you <laughs> like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but he is going to use the astro beam to bring reinforcements it's and with- right it's brand new cobots brand new renegade it's two new renegades it's blades and talk they have no backstory and show up out of order but you can still buy that and your child's love for way less than a transformer really another helicopter i know right uh, how many more of those do you have we Uh, let's see here. One, two, oh, whatever. Three, buy these toys so I can four, get the bonus and buy more. Five, you know what? C O C A I N E. Seven. Okay. Eight, uh, anyway, we're back nine, on command center now, and Alaric is like really weak, 11, but he refuses to rest because 12, he has so much exposition uh, to share. Hey, you go? <laughs> Turbo figures that it must have been uh, his own life force that he used to save Matt and. He tells him he's an ancient warrior, but rather than with weapons or anger, he fights with knowledge. And before he passes into the next realm, he has to pass on that knowledge. And then Psykill smashes into the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Quick note here, Alaric. Uh, if you are, you are not a warrior, if you fight ignorance with knowledge, that's called a teacher. Equally, if not more respectable, but... Wrong definition. Uh, anyway, yeah, the renegades come in through the ceiling, and Scooter and Nick right away feel, flee with Alaric. They know that he's the target. And then... Turbo and AJ, Turbo converts, they drive away and basically go to crash her, and she falls for it. <laughs> yep, she heads off, and then Psykill sends Copter after, you know, with her. And uh, Leader One blasts Psykill through the wall of the command center, so okay, you have to fix that later. I like that first he says to Psykill, let's take this outside, and Psykill's like, no, so then you just blast him outside. Okay, point one, Leader One, there you go. Yeah, that was good. Uh, so... Turbo takes the chase um, with uh, Crasher onto the highway that is then a dirt road that is then a grass field and then a dirt road again. And did you notice he says a line that Crasher said in a very early episode, he might be outnumbered, but he's never outclassed. Oh, yeah, Yeah, because Copter's chasing him as well. So we go to Psykill and he shoots Leader One Shield with the staff. And then Alarek is just there because they're all outside now. And he he wants his staff back. Yeah, he's like, hand that thing over. And Psykill's like, no, it's mine now, bitch. And he tells Torque and Blades to get the Guardians, but then it's Copter and Crasher that come flying in. Did you notice that? Oh, I did, and I totally missed that. I kinda... Just in that one shot, eventually it is Torque and Blades, but yeah, it just shows Copter and Crasher coming in right after that. Uh, Leader One then puts a shield on to save them from Blades slash Torque slash Copter slash Crasher, <laughs> and right away Alaric goes, I know who should... He doesn't talk like this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I know who <laughs> should get my wisdom power, staff power now. And then he just teleports the staff from Psykeel's hand back to his own like couldn't he have done that before like this is what i'm saying like he couldn't he have stopped time before and just let the whatever right away the renegade oh he doesn't just (laughs) 
He doesn't just take the staff. He teleports the renegades to the moon. That was kind of funny. Yeah, it's like one of the Apollo landing sites, and yeah, it has right a lunar module it. that still has the ascent stage attached to it. So that's... Know, which means there's humans in it. But anyway, uh, we then go to Alarek, and uh, he's past. He's really weak. He's on his deathbed. Ala E.T. Uh, mm. Although now he's kind of jacked. He was this chubby, short salamander guy. When he's laying down, he's got, like, pecs and really big arms. So I guess he was a warrior, and <laughs> he tells Leader One that he's worthy of receiving his gift, and Leader One says that, well, knowledge should be shared with everybody, and that was the last test. You know, he passed. How convenient. So he teleports them to Gobotron's computer moon, which, by my count, Paul, is Gobotron's fifth moon? Yeah, that's what I got, because I got how many we got now? We got the spa, we got prison, the moon of fire, and the moon of knowledge. And now so, the computer moon, with one giant computer on it because they refer to it as singularly. Um, <laughs> oh, and also Alarak is just now completely fine. He's standing up. He can zap his powers. He's doing just great. Uh, and he transmits all his knowledge into the Gobot computer and then get turns into sparkles. This guy knows he's dying or is going to pass into the next realm, but before that happens, he has to find someone worthy to receive his gift. Fine, but let's put that aside for a second. Why is he on Earth? Why here? Did his ship crash? Did he come here intentionally to save humanity? Did he just stop for gas on his way somewhere else and came around the corner when he heard the fighting? Like, there's no backstory whatsoever. And it turns out his gift is knowledge, and the final test someone has to pass to receive the knowledge is to turn it down for themselves so that all beings of goodwill can have it. Well, then why not do that in the first place and have it done, you fucking idiot? If it's intended for everyone, there's no point in running around trying to find someone worthy, not when the Equinox of Epsilon or whatever the frig it was is about to happen. It, it can't be that top secret if it's intended to be public domain. It's probably just a bunch of useless trivia or life hacks or recipes, like the kind that have 17 pages of stories about how their grandmother used to make this when she came here after the war, and when you finally get to the actual recipe, you realize you'd be into it for $80 by the time you bought all the shit you need to make it. Like, prep time, 20 minutes, my ass. More like three hours and 45 miles on the car by the time you check every fucking store in the town. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. The next episode that Paul and I are going to review is Terror in Atlantis. If you want to see something that's terrorable, you can find oh, us on Twitter. I'm at John terrible, Sobe. Paul is terrible, at PMacPerson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everyone you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming! See you later. Convert to vehicular form and let's go.